In a world where the Marks think they know better than the wrestlers and the bookers, the Fantasy Booking Institute exists to pretty much do exactly that. This is a visit from the FBI. This is Dan the Dad, and you should listen to Raw and Order, or uh, you're grounded. Welcome to another episode of the Fantasy Booking Institute, your weekly show for pro wrestling fantasy booking. I am your host, Detective Mark Smarks, and I am joined, as always, by my partners in crime fighting. Starting off, we're going to be an audio only for him. Uh, District Attorney Vincent K. Fable, what's going on, man? How are you? No, 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 no. I am John Cena. Because you can't see Can't see, see you. I, I imagine you're doing this right now. Well, too. you will have to wonder, won't you? I, I, I have to. I can only imagine. <laughs> I can only imagine. Sorry. Um, we are wow. also joined... <laughs> By RCMP JLB. What's going on, man? How are you? Well, now I got that damn song stuck in my head. You're welcome. What would be like when I walk something? <laughs> damn it. All right. Now you're sad. I can uh -huh. only imagine. But you don't have to only imagine, folks. We are here and we are here to book some fantasies for our wrestling. Yes. Some wrestling fantasies. Some fan fantasies. Fantasy wrestlings. Um, yes. <laughs> Before we get into the fantasy wrestling, um, ooh, this is a nice layout. I don't like that. I like that. Um, yeah, we're your nipples. Yes, I'm your B nipple, and he's mm. your face nipple. Oh, Billy! Jesus. You can identify what movie that's parodying. Uh, gives that's you Billy Madison. Thank you. Wrong. Oh. Wrong, good sir. You Absolutely are wrong. Madison. No, it is 100% wrong. It's definitely not Billy Madison. I know no. Billy Madison like the back of my hand. It is Cable Guy. When he visits Matthew Broderick in, in prison and Matthew Broderick's behind things, he says, you need human touch. Here, uh, touch it, nipples. Oh, right. Billy. Oh, <laughs> so, no cookie for you. I'll give it to you. Uh, no cookie. But, bullshit, no cookies for me. I bought 15 boxes of them, man. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get into the fantasy booking uh, segment here, I always take this time to remind everyone, Raw and Order is part of the Tatnus Co. Podcast Network. So um, after the show's over, in the doobly-doos, there's going to be a link to tatnusco.com. You can head on over there, check out the shows in the network there and let them know that we sent you then come back here we go live every tuesday and sunday at 10 30 central so you're gonna have to do the math it's whatever this time is right now to you that wow. doesn't work if they're not watching it live it sure does not which is why <laughs> you better be here live 11 30 eastern folks yeah central an, is only an hour behind eastern yeah, but I mean, what if they're in Japan, huh? I don't want to do that math. That's I right. went to public school here in America. We can't do that sort of math. Um, Everyone just Googles everything now anyways. Yes. But so, anyways. Wait, what? Uh, they do what now? Googles. Okay. Wait, yeah, what JLB, I know, 
I know for a fact that you do not Google anything because you always send me the message. Hey, what's this? And then I Google it and then send you the result. It's because I know you like to be right all the time, so I give you that. <laughs> oh, it's so true, though. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I have the Let Me Google That For You app on my phone. <laughs> and I allow you to get that grace. And it's just because I'm too lazy. I'm like, ah, Casey will Google it for me. So so before we get into the fantasy booking, <laughs> though, I, I want to I have a discussion here. Because oh, no. there are two people on this podcast. There are three total, but two of them on this podcast are not sold on the uh, Cody Rhodes is a work uh, concept. And one of the people here is, right? Mm -hmm. um, um, and yeah, we're looking at you, JLB. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm assuming DA Fabe is looking at you i can't see he's just represented a, by a it's not a work by by a b because his uh handle on here is not district journey it is and you know it better than jlb <laughs> so that's why he's got the b there um but anyways so so here's the question I want to pose to the person who is firmly in the it's a work category, right? Mm -hmm. What would what is it going to take for you to admit it's not a work? Right? Like seriously, if if uh Cody Rhodes showed up on Impact Wrestling on Thursday, would you then say it's not a work? Um not if it's in well, okay. Okay. I mean, so, so so you've already answered for impact. If Cody Rhodes shows up on NWA Power or whatever the fuck they're calling it now, and well, challenges, this is why Matt I Cardona. say no. This is why okay. I'm going to say no to the majority of federations aside okay. from WWE. Okay, so so um, if Cody Rhodes walked into SmackDown on Friday, would you then say, okay, it's not a work? It's not a work. Okay, so that's where your lane lies, right? Yeah. Um, now I know at least one of your co-hosts on your other show, and I don't think that he would even at that point admit. Um, I think Cody Rhodes walks out on SmackDown on Friday and he'd still be like, oh, Vince McMahon's getting worked too. And, and that's the thing. So I, I would agree with that. Only I wouldn't believe McMahon or his people would want to be in that position at all. But they're getting worked. That's the point is that they don't know they're in that position. They're getting but, worked, but they have contracts involved and Vince Mc, And if they're, if it was a company that didn't do contracts and whatever have you, then I'd be like, all right, anyone could really be okay. getting worked at this. Point. Okay. Okay. So if uh, Cody Rhodes showed up on Friday on SmackDown, but Meltzer reported that it was a six month contract. Or a per appearance contract, would you say? But Vince wouldn't do it though. Vince He's done do it before. It. There are tons of people who are on per appearance contracts that come in. Bad Bunny is on a per appearance contract. Uh, yeah, yeah, but Bad Bunny's not going to show up at AEW either. Lo Logan Paul's on a per appearance contract, and you Who's better believe. I listen. I I don't like Logan Paul. I'm. I'll be the first to say. It. But you better believe Tony Khan. If Logan Paul knocked on his door and said, "Hey," You know, I've been over on the other federation for, for a few appearances and everything, but I'd like to come on your show. You better believe Tony Khan would do it, right? 
I, I so, feel he would be a better booker than that and not have Logan Paul. Yeah, on his he would. He would do it in a heartbeat, right? He had Ugh. he had freaking Tyson on there. Tyson's every bit as problematic. In fact, maybe more problematic than Logan Paul is, and still put him on there, right? Tyson's an athlete. <laughs> Logan Paul's got a winning record in boxing right now. No, he doesn't. That's his brother who has the winning record in boxing Jake right now. Paul. Is it Jake Paul? I don't Jake care. Paul. Whatever. Right. Either way, I mean, they're still both, you know. Is that new, by the way, Paul. where we talk what? and then it lights up? That's uh, uh, um, StreamYard, or StreamLabs Melon feature. Um, and uh, just to go uh, on the record here, this may be the last time we do StreamLabs Melon uh, for this. Uh, I know the people out watching don't need to give a crap about this back uh, stream thing, but it really does not work well with DA Fabe's setup at all. That's mm. the reason he's in audio-only mode. Is that the difference between Melon and Streamlabs Melon, or Streamlabs Melon is something different? Streamlabs Melon is the same thing. It's, it's the same thing. Melon or Streamlabs Melon. Oh, it's just exactly. called Melon, but it's by Streamlabs, so it's Streamlabs Melon. Anyways, oh, um, versus StreamYard, which is what we used to use. Anyways, right. uh, we've been using StreamYard for six months now. No problems for... Why does he have DFA issues thing. with the camera? Um, whenever he turns on the camera, it gets all choppy, no matter what resolution he has his set at, and then his audio gets all choppy. Oh. Like... Also, I'm sitting here naked. I mean, we have to go... We we have to go on, you know, your honor word. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's not like I couldn't come up here and just click a button and turn your camera on. Dun, dun, dun. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> That's creepy. But, but there, it's creepy. You on heard a fun fact, on his, his video doesn't flicker. It doesn't. It doesn't do the yeah the um, the fiend so flicker for some reason. <laughs> but anyways, regardless. That's that's neither here nor there. This might be the last time we use melon. Um, it was tell Elon to figure out fucking internet in my area, and I'd have it done. Yeah. Goddamn. I'm like two miles from high speed. Five. Wait, Wayne Tech promised me an electric car this year. Sorry. That's, <laughs> I, I, if you if you haven't seen the uh, um, Harley Quinn animated show that HBO Max has. You really have to see it. But there's a scene in it in one of the seasons where uh, uh, Scarecrow unmasks uh, Batman in front of the Joker. And and the Joker's only thing is like, Bruce, Wayne Tech promised an electric car this year. I put my deposit down. Where's my goddamn electric car, Bruce? I just think that's funny. It's really funny. Anyways, the show's really funny. But we're going to get back to this. That's why he's on, um, he over here is on just <laughs> audio only. And uh, because it just, it doesn't seem to work. Like I said, when I showed the video there for a minute, uh, instantly his audio went. <laughs> so it works That's... fine audio only, but not. Video. Your It'll video work, works right? fine. Yeah, My That's... video works fine. So it's something with. Probably his internet speed where he's at, which, like he said, uh, unfortunately, 
He's Quick fave, do a speed test. <laughs> he's at the best internet that he can get where he's at. God, that the is moment. the best speed I've ever had, man. Good choice. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, that was a good speed test. <laughs> Too much. Okay. Too much. Anyways, we're gonna start the actual fantasy booking part of this show. I'm just interested. You was just interested with kind of seeing where your line is on when are you gonna admit if he shows up in New Japan, are you gonna admit it? No, because AEW has a working relationship with everyone. That's fine. Even if it has a working relationship, the fact of it being a work means you're thinking he's still what under you, contract with AEW. Are the work? What do you think of the BTE thing? Was that actually filmed in Cody's? Um, thing? I uh, I truck or whatever. I, Bus. I think it may have been, uh, but keep in mind the timing of the way they film BTE and the timing of the way they film uh, and the announcement last week. Very easily, they could have filmed that a week ago before the announcement had even happened, right? I mean, because everything that happens on BTE when they release it on Monday of this week takes place before Dynamite of last week. Every single thing that's on that show, right? It, we're always a week behind on BTE. And considering God. the news hit Tuesday, they could have already filmed that, you know? Or or he could have already been in, I can't remember where they were at last week, but at that area in his thing. And, mm. I mean, here's the deal. is The simple fact is, uh, I'm sure the Young Bucks have known that, that this has been coming close to to being done. In the works? Or is that what you're going to say? In, in the, the works, works yeah. <laughs> in the works. For, for you know, I mean, we've all known he's been on a per-appearance deal for the last month and a half, right? right. So they knew it. Um, all the reports going into this have said that he isn't close with the Young Bucks anymore. That's why he hasn't appeared on being the elite in over a year, almost two years now. Oh, wow. Okay. You know, he's just not super close with them anymore. Like, he talks about it in, in interviews, and he's like, I mean, I'm they're still my friends. I still respect them and everything, but we just have different priorities and different things to do. He's appeared on Sammy's vlog on a regular basis over the last two years. That hasn't appeared on BTE since. Um, the other thing I do want to point out, um, there's a really good chance that there's more than one tour bus going around for AEW's tours, right? Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's been... I mean, they were trolling, if anything, though. Yeah, they were trolling, if anything. Young but, bucks, yeah. but my point is, that that was definitely a tour bus, but was it Cody's tour bus? Who knows? I mean, right. we know that uh, well, they were JR, mentioning like the layout or something was similar. Tour buses but, are mean, tour buses, right? You know, I mean they're they're yeah. all laid out I mean, pretty I, similar. I I didn't research uh, when because they they given a few examples of when Cody's tour bus was like that from another clip or something. I didn't go and research and check. Well, uh, but but I mean, again. I'm going to point out, if it was another clip from BTE, we still don't know that it was Cody's tour bus before. They've been on tour buses before in BTE, but we don't know it was Cody's tour bus. because We never saw it from the outside. Right. So that could have been 
Justin Roberts' tour bus. It could have been Chris Jericho's tour bus. In fact, in some episodes of BT, they played it off as if it was Chris Jericho's tour bus. Um, so we don't know. But one way or another, the whole, that whole segment was trolling. Because if you watched BTE, that whole segment was them talking about, you know, we just need to address the the elephant in the room. Um, you know, I know you guys have all been tweeting at us and we really just need to get to it and, and everything. Um, so, I, you know, as of now, we just need to admit that I'm never getting my luggage back from American Airlines. <laughs> they've just lost it they said it doesn't exist anymore and so, that was the whole segment was them trolling so of course they're gonna find a tour bus to sit on and tour troll now it could have been cody's and again like i said it could have been that they filmed it prior to cody taking off um they could have filmed it two weeks ago knowing that cody was going to be leaving likely you know who knows you know, or, but I mean, again, it could have been Cody's tour bus anyways. And hey, let's troll with your tour bus. Yeah. And I don't think Cody would mind because, no. you know. But that's my point is that, you know, um, in, in the end, that trolling there um, is in the same category of twice on Raw. WWE hinting at Cody Rhodes, heavily hinting and then um, repeating those hints on Twitter. Right. Now again, those one hundred percent could be trolls. It right. is it is not beyond WWE to to troll people that same way, right? To try to get that cheap publicity from from this, not beyond them at all. Um, but it and also the could be a returns side. thing as well, and then mm -hmm. Sean Sapp's whole like trollingness of it too. And I'm just like, mm -hmm. okay, <laughs> but in, in the end. I, I just say, like, I look at it, and if it is a work, it is the most successful and elaborate work in wrestling history. So if it turns out to be a work, bravo to them. But mm -hmm. every person who has insiders, every person, it doesn't matter whether it's Sean Ross Sapp or Dave Meltzer or Brad Shepard, right, who I, I normally don't trust a single thing Brad Shepard says. Uh, but every single one of them says all of my sources say this is legit. All every person I talk to says this is real. Um, and for it to be that successful, it's you know if it ends up being a work, bravo to them. But I just think it's one of those things. If it's a work, I don't think they're going to be able to fool everyone like that. And Dave Meltzer has a long history of. Of saying, yeah, this is a work. Dave Meltzer does not play kayfabe, right? It doesn't matter if it's for the company that he shills for, like <clears throat> the internet people like to say. Right. In the end, Dave Meltzer, I mean, there have been many a times that storyline-wise, a person goes out with an injury, and the first thing Dave Meltzer tweets is, it's a kayfabe injury, uh, it's just to cover for them going to film a movie. Um I mean, Elimination Chamber, they did an injury angle with Bobby Lashley, and he immediately tweeted out, yes, he Bobby Lashley doesn't actually have a concussion, but he has shoulder injury that he's going to need to go have surgery and be out for like four months, right? 
And why so, do you think they did the MSG thing, Ben? Where Lashley was gonna face Brock. Because uh, they like their Chinese food salty. Yeah. I mean it's umami. MSG tastes umami. good. No, why they did it is simply this. Uh, card subject to change because notice they immediately in that said you're going to face Bobby Lashley at MSG and if Bobby Lashley can't make it I'm going to make sure you have a suitable opponent right right so it's going to be a bait and switch it's going to come to that show and Paul Heyman's going to come out and say well Bobby Lashley couldn't clear concussion protocol so your new opponent is Fucking Goldberg or some shit like that. Uh, and we're all going to roll our eyes. Uh. <laughs> It'll be Drew. Um, yeah, I wouldn't mind Drew. Could be Drew, but the way they built it up, it's like, you know, who, someone that Brock should be afraid of. And yes, Drew Man. has beat Brock Drew before. Drew is unbeaten against Brock. The Undertaker. It could be. I mean, I. I mean, a two-second match. But, I I, yeah. I want to see that match almost less than I want to see the Goldberg match. I also want to point out that I am also undefeated against Brock Lesnar. I'm pretty defeated against Brock Lesnar. <laughs> this is this me is against silly. Brock Lesnar. <sighs> oh, man! No, I feel. I feel that, like he F5s you, even if you go, oh. <laughs> no, he still F5s me. That's just me being defeated. Or that's him watching the chamber and then Brock coming out. It was good until Brock came in, and I was like, oh. I didn't watch So it, much so potential. That's true. Our WBU started off with, hey, our first spam chat. YouTube. We get those every episode. Uh, if you're watching the live stream and you see that chat that's to a fake website, don't click on it. Don't go there. Don't that's, do it. Don't do it. Can you remove it? That's actually one of the things I don't like about uh, Streamlabs Melon. I can't do anything. I can't. Hmm. I have no moderation capabilities on it. I would have to go to YouTube and delete it there. Ooh, that could get ugly. Mm-hmm. Because of that thing. But. But, I mean, you know, the upside is on our live stream on Sunday, we had Peter North on here, so, you know. We did. Legitimately. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> and John Holmes, too. Yeah. We, he just didn't comment. Yeah, he he was there. In spirit. Over there. Hanging out with Jenna. Have a good time. <laughs> I'm out of porn stars, guys. Help me out here. <laughs> why do um, I know? Why do I know two men and one woman porn stars? Don't ask. <laughs> There's something Freudian about that, but I <laughs> will leave that to. Um, um, I I will um, plead the fifth on knowing any more porn star names. In case my wife listens to this, that, that's all Jamie, I know. You're ugly. Come on, help me out here, man. Wow. <laughs> wow. 
I do have a photo with Phoenix Marie. That's a porn star? Hold up. Yeah. Pause the show. You're not on screen. You can go ahead and do whatever you want. You can <laughs> just as I long mean, as we don't hear no fat. Like, like, like here's the deal. If if we start to hear this though, I'm muting I, you. <laughs> I, I just want to say I've been Jeffrey Tubini this entire podcast. <laughs> oh gee golly. Anyways. But so we'll go ahead and get on the fantasy booking. As always, I open the floor up to you guys. Um, so if either of you have the challenge you want to go first, the rules are simple. We're going to take turns challenging the others to book some unknown and often unlikely world scenario in the world of professional wrestling. It's almost like I haven't been doing this for two and a half years. Um, we don't discuss them in advance because we think that makes it more fun, uh, but mostly because we usually don't think of it until the last minute. So, who wants to go first? I'm going to stay on subject if, if, if I can go first. You can go first. You ready? Staying on subject. Book Cody Rhodes' next feud in professional wrestling. Wow. It's that simple. You, you can literally send him anywhere you want. I mean, unless you think it's a work. In which case, you can't send him to WWE for an extended feud. Certainly can't put the WWE title on him. Even okay. Play the uh, uh, I'll go first. Pop him up to the big screen, big guy. Yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Ah, guess okay. I'll do that. All righty. So weird. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. Why was it so weird? It was weird to go there to put well, me on. I was, the... I was trying to go like this and put you on the big screen. There, it did it. it wasn't letting me do it that way. Keep us mm. down here. Now we're your nipples. Hey, hey. this is fun. Um, so we saw on uh, No Surrender, I think it was, that um, uh, Jay White, no, was it Jay White? Yes, Jay White had turned on his um, fellow, uh, fellow Bullet Club members. Um, you guys know this? You've seen this? Yes. Yes. Okay. Turned on Girls of Destiny. Yep. Um, which very disappointing. I wanted to see more of that bullet. Well, I mean, they're still technically, unless they're not, I guess Jay White would still be part of the bullet club and he just kicked them out. Right. So he would be no longer. Okay. That's the report is they, they are now out of the bullet club, which, which kind of makes sense in the grand storyline they were telling. Because Tamatonga was telling this storyline, kind of, that they were the OG Bullet Club, the real Bullet Club, and the OG Bullet Club weren't the real Bullet Club anymore. So for Jay White to turn and choose uh, Good Brothers over Girls of Destiny um, kind of plays into that storyline. Anyways. So... And I think that's where Cody Rhodes is going to get involved. Either he's going to go get involved on Impact with... So I feel like there's going to be a triple Bullet Club elite kind of thing going on. And they're going to tell this story between Impact and New Japan and ultimately leading it all to AEW. Where Cody Rhodes is going to take the, the their brothers, right? The Tonga brothers? Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, take 
ish. Um, take the OG Bullet Club and be the new leader for them, thus making a feud between him and Jay White in New Japan, which is gonna cross over into AEW once Kenny Omega comes back and builds his elite faction. Because all the elite is technically is they're the new cousins. Cousins. Okay. That's fair. But um, cousin slash adoptive brother. Oh, so, so sort of brother. Step brothers then? Or just um, like, he's really close to me. He's like my brother. So, yeah. So uh, Haku is uh, Tangaloa's father and uh, Tamatanga's uncle, but also his adoptive father. Oh, I like those poems. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. So, um, yeah, and I don't know. I, I see, but I see Cody Rhodes doing something with Jay White in New Japan for a hot minute, though. At least a little bit. Because I don't see Kenny Omega coming back anytime soon. Or at least not in, like, the next month. Um, I don't know about the COVID protocols, though, necessarily. What's going on with that? If... They can travel the New Japan back and forth and not have a two-week time period because Jay White's already in the States. But I guess maybe they can just do all of that in Impact then. Um, build something along those lines. Um, and so you're going to have... It's going to... It might even be soon, too, because we're going to have the triple threat... Um, Tag team battle royale thing in AEW, right? Where they're going to do a battle royale, I believe, tag team battle royale this week. And then they're going to do some other casino thing tag team next week. Yeah, it's building up to revolution in a few weeks. Building up to revolution. So, well, I guess, okay, you have Adam Cole and the Bucks, who are technically the new Bullet Club then. Would we say? Do we just completely erase I, Kenny Omega out of it? The Bucks are a little bit excluded from the Adam Cole line. Yeah, I, the storyline they're kind of telling on AEW is Adam Cole Red and, Dragon versus the Bucks. and Red Dragon are are really the team, and and the Bucks are kind of on the outs there. Um, if we go to Bullet Club relationship, um, the important one important thing to bring up is Adam Cole was never a leader of the Bullet Club. He was in the Bullet Club, but he was never officially their leader. Okay. Um, but he was no, fighting for leadership, no? Or he, something? He was kicked out. Uh, I think it was one of those things like, uh, we think you're going to try to come to be, try to be the leader, so we're going to kick you out preemptively. Okay. Sort of a thing. Prince Devitt to AEW confirmed. Um, so, in terms of actual awesome. leaders of the Bullet Club, <laughs> there was, uh, of course, Prince Devitt originally, aka Finn Balor. Uh, uh, he was replaced by AJ Styles. Um, and then AJ Styles was officially replaced by Kenny Omega. And then Kenny Omega was replaced by, I think there might have, te- <coughs> excuse me, technically been another person in between. Cody. Uh, Cody was never officially the leader Cody either. dissolved. Yeah. Co- the that, that the storyline they were telling is is Cody going to 
try to take over the Bullet Club, and then uh, they kind of left. Um, and so then, and that's what I'm trying to think is make sure I know that who was the leader because I can't remember if Jay White took over immediately after or. Uh, anyways, so, I'll do some looking while you finish talking. Sure. So, and I I guess you can maybe, unless you don't see Cody in Impact, but the Tonga brothers are talking to someone. Someone is mentoring them because they're down on outs, but you never really see their face. And they tell you that they're going to rebuild a revolution sort of ordeal. And so they start kicking ass in AEW uh, impact and um, they start trying to, they try to go after Jay white and try to go after the good brothers, but they start always kind of going away from trying to do anything. Maybe you even have a few AEW moments where the Tonga brothers try to invade into AEW, but ultimately the invasion comes at revolution where you're going because the tag team it's going to be a three-way tag team match right so you're going to have probably red dragon uh can both red dragon and the bucks be in it if they're facing this week or next week this week i guess I mean, not this is huh? professional wrestling there's all sorts of ways they can move it so yeah that's true so and i feel like you're going to be telling um you're going to be telling that story but what is going to happen is red dragon is going to be somehow removed from the spot so it's going to be young bucks and uh the tag team champions are who jungle boy and uh luchasaurus still right yes correct yes um and then you're going to have this mystery spot. Red Dragon's all hurt. Adam Cole is flipping out. He's trying to find what he can do, trying to get them all prepared. Um, Adam Cole comes out and tries to, like, weasel some kind of thing. Oh, we shouldn't do this match. We shouldn't do this match. And then you have uh, the Tonga's brother music hit. And you have Cody Rhodes come out with the Tonga brothers. Um and you and uh I, I don't i feel like you got to make it a bit more impactful for cody Rhodes to come in though um but yeah you kind of you kind of have something along those lines where okay or maybe just the tonga brothers come out first they start having the match adam coldo gets involved and just tries to completely sabotage uh, or helps the young bucks, but also is trying to just sabotage a bunch of other things. So yeah, he's helping the young bucks a bit, trying to make them win so that Red Dragon could eventually face the young bucks and ultimately finish that feud. But then lights go out, lights come on, Cody Rhodes is in the middle of the ring and the Tonga brothers are... Uh, now standing up in the ring and Cody Rhodes points at uh, basically Adam Cole and then the Tonga brothers go apeshit on everybody, ultimately making them win. Um, and then Cody Rhodes does this whole uh, speech about the new revolution is here and it is, I don't know what he wants to call it. 
maybe just call it the revolution kind of thing. Um, and thus being a brand of a brand of the Bullet Club, but they don't call it the Bullet Club. And then you're going to have um, an, Cody Rhodes, Adam Cole storyline going on there since Adam Cole is the new leader for now, at least. And that's what you're going to kind of build on. So we're going to see something happen at Revolution, but you're only going to see Cody at Revolution and only mentor the Tonga brothers uh, silently, I guess. They're going to be talking to someone, but you're never going to see them. So that's what I see happening. And that's ultimately also what makes Cody Rhodes heal. So Cody Rhodes finally gets his heel spot. Fans will pop anyways because he's back. But ultimately, it would make him heal now. And then thus we get finally Cody Rhodes as a heel, which is what everybody's been wanting for God knows how long. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I, I can't say it won't happen. No, probably fair. won't, but I can't say it won't. <laughs> um, uh, I, you know, I mean, it's fantasy booking. That's the whole point. Um, so looking it up, yeah, Adam Cole was never officially leader. He was in in Bullet Club for about a year, a little over a year, actually. Um, and then uh, was kicked out by Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks when they turned on him. The big thing with him is he was never a New Japan wrestler. He was a Ring of Honor wrestler. He was a Ring of Honor world champion. Um, and so he brought the world championship there. And when he lost it, they turned on him and kicked him out. Um, Jay Lethal took over as leader after Kenny Omega was out. But this is what made me confused. When uh, Jay Lethal... Not Jay Lethal. Jay White. Did I say Jay Lethal? First? <laughs> you said Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal has never been in Bullet Club. Jay White took over after Kenny Omega. <laughs> I was left. like, "Oh, that's interesting." Chris um, Bay is in Bullet Club. That's a, that's well, amazing. Yeah. He, when I he saw joined that. in Impact um, as part of the storyline here, but uh, but Club. Jay White was out for a while with an injury, and during that time, uh, Tomohiro Ishii took over as leader temporarily. Hey, mm. another spam uh, website that you don't want to go to. Oh. Um, so anyone watch, watching the live stream? Fields Raymond there decided to to send a message with a spam URL that you should not click on. One hundred percent, don't. Don't do it. I don't yeah. even know. If it oh, it's actually person. not clickable though on YouTube. Oh, look, and Akila Leopold has done one too. They're not clickable though. They're I not clickable. They they specifically. It. They put a space in it because if you if they book a if they put a clickable link in the chat, uh, it gets flagged. But if they put one with a space before or after the the period, it isn't. But people might copy no. it and paste it. People aren't that's that silly. No, people really? are people are that stupid. That's the reason they do it. <laughs> it's a but it's a well known scam. Uh, it leads to um, a site that tries to infect your computer with malware and take over shit. So do not do that. I, if this was StreamYard, I'd be blocking every single one of those people, but I can't. On this. Yeah. If, if you want to give me your YouTube name and pass, I can do it for you. Um, you should be a moderator on our YouTube one way or another. Am I? Oh, okay, fair yeah. enough. I'll do it. So as take long as you're logged stream. in under that. 
take me off this but. screen and I'll go do it. Boom, now I'm back up. So, um, since he did the it's a work angle. It's a work. A, still believes it's a work. Work, work, uh, work, work, work. I'm, I'm going to go on it's a shoot uh, 100%. Because uh, I, I, you know, like I said, I'm not 100% it's, it's a shoot. But I'm probably, I think with every day I get a little bit more. So I used to be 50-50 and now I'm probably 65-35. Um, maybe actually 65, 33 with the 2% still on, he's just going to go off to Hollywood and do his shit there. Um, he's going to appear in the next season of heels. Maybe as a heel is a big F you to AEW. <laughs> um, man, I stopped watching heels. I just didn't care anymore. Oh, heels is so good. Yeah. It was, so I'm missing good. out. Yeah, I, I love I, the actors. I really do. I just stopped caring at one point. <laughs> I think I maybe just need to continue. That's fair. Love the actors. I though. Sent that again. I removed the comments. Does it show that I removed the comments? Um, it doesn't here, but that's probably it because it it now shows the first comment as as the uh, one I sent before the stream started. So excellent anyways um so so i think if they were smart they'd send them down to nxt and have them just run the show down there for a bit but they're not smart no they're really not and they don't want him uh beating braun breaker because braun breaker is the future star of wwe i mean they're probably not wrong there, but that's beside the point. It's the principle of the thing. <laughs> um, so I'm still going on the it's a shoot. It's 100% okay. a shoot. However, I'm not putting him in WWE right away. Because I still don't, I don't think that's the place he wants to go. I don't, I, you know, the only reason he goes to WWE is dollars, right? Uh, I mean, apparently they just gave AJ Styles $3 million a year. Um... Which I guess it makes a whole lot more sense for them to do budget cuts if they're going to start handing out $3 million a year contracts left and right. Um, but uh, you know, we got to cut all these this, these people so we can afford to give four people $3 million a year. <laughs> uh, so I think, I think it's a shoot, but I think the first thing he does, as referenced by D.A. Fabe, uh... It shows up after the Nick Aldis versus Matt Cardona NWA World Championship match. And challenge whoever is the new world's heavyweight champion for NWA. Uh, it, and it works out great either way. right? I, I talked about it the other day. It, seriously, Nick Aldis wins? Perfect, right? Because they've got a history. He beat Nick Aldis for the NWA World's Champion. Uh, and then Nick Aldis beat him to take it back. So goes on that. Uh, but if Matt Cardona retains against Nick Aldis, it's still a great storyline. Because it's best friend of Matt Cardona coming in and saying, that's my belt. I want that belt. Um, Fave, are you sleeping? Hmm? <laughs> 
It did sound like you were snoring, but you know. <laughs> heavily. Nick Aldis wins. Yeah. I think Nick I think the the history with Matt Cardona and these other belts has been that they give it to him for a month or two and then he loses it to one of their people in a, in a big like, you know, he lost the GCW belt back pretty quickly. Um and so I, I imagine he's going to lose the NWA belt. Back to Nick Aldis would be a great storyline. Um, and then setting up Cody versus Nick Aldis 2, 3. Cody versus Nick Aldis 3. Yeah, that's the third time. Anyways, <clears throat> that would be the way I would do it. Uh, that being said, I don't, want, I don't think he signs a long-term contract with NWA. I don't even know if NWA really does long-term contracts truly, right? Um, I think Mickey's on one. Um, Mickey's been appearing on Impact more than she's appeared on <laughs> yeah. NWA. No, that's true. I, that's true. I mean, literally, she's been on every episode of Impact since then, and only on like two NWA shows. Um, that's it. But uh, but that's beside the point. I I don't know if they do. Uh, let's say this: I don't know if they do many long term contracts. I know they do some because I'm pretty sure Camille is still on a long term contract. Um, and she's a beast anyways, but so I think it's a short term deal for him to come in, maybe win the NWA world's heavyweight championship for a short period of time. Um, but then I, I, I really think he just goes on a tour, heads over to Japan and finally has a big run in Japan. Where no, he... So, so, so good booking. I enjoy mm-hmm. it. Good booking. Having him come back mm-hmm. to AEW. Enjoyed it. Neither of you guys did a WWE run. Mm-hmm. That's where the rumors are at, man. I you told us to book it, and whether the I rumors know, are at that. I, uh, I mean, the simple fact is, the rumors of it started instantly after he announced, uh, and even Dave Meltzer at that time was saying, "I mean, I know WWE's talked to him, but there's been no deal, right?" And none still of isn't. I know that have reported a deal was finalized. Um, but everyone was just all like, oh, they're talking, they're talking, they're talking. It's almost set in stone and da, da, da. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa. Yeah. That's Usually the deal. Usually you they, just tell us it's confirmed and that's it. Why are yeah. you putting so much emphasis on it? The, they jumped really heavily into yeah. their talking as if it was confirmed. And that's, that that's was it. part of my thing. I mean, here's the deal. When, when Tom Brady hit the free agency market, mm. um, he talked to a lot of teams before he signed with a team. You know what I mean? Um, no, no free agent talks to just one team. I guarantee you, Cody Rhodes has talked to WWE, but I also guarantee you he's still having talks with AEW, and probably also having talks with NWA and New Japan. Um, and potentially just TV. And yeah, just TV. Like I said, that there, that's that's that two percent in me that he's just gonna say, "Listen, I'm gonna go be." A reality star slash actor now. Um, yeah, I, I wonder how the roads to the top goes because they've already started filming some of the. Yeah, I, like reportedly, uh, TNT doesn't know what to do right now, because if he does go to WWE, they'll they're probably gonna just can roads to the top, because they're not gonna have roads to the top be advertising the show that's on their rival network, right? True. Uh, they're just not period 
if if it was advertising him as the star of Impact Wrestling that's on Access, sure, they'll do that. Little podunk Access TV, whatever. You know what I mean? Um, if he went to NWA where he where they don't have a major TV deal, they'll do it, right? Maybe he goes to control your narrative. Maybe he's the a big surprise star at there. Um, hey, and- maybe he wants to be the CEO. I've been an executive vice president. Mm-hmm. Now I want to be a That's CEO. A, there's a there's a dark horse option that I think a lot of people are overlooking or at least not talking about. Um, but a dark horse option that we need to at least consider. Um, Ring of Honor is supposed to start up in April, right? Um, Cody Rhodes has a lot of uh, oh snap. I forgot right. about ROH. What what if Cody Rhodes has been behind the scenes negotiating to be the new Booker slash part owner of Ring of Honor, right? You know, put put me in as 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 a part owner. I'll I'll join there. You'll still be uh majority share, Sinclair, but let me do the booking. Let me be the face of the company. I like that. You know, I like that. Um, that that's a. Definite, I hate Cody, but I like that. Yeah. <laughs> that's a dark horse option there that that could be so. Mm. But. And that's soon too. Yeah. Just yeah, a little over a month. And uh, I mean that literally that's the timing. You know, if if you want to believe that this has been in the plans for months, right, one way or another, that puts it back to December when Ring of Honor said we're going to shutter for a while and then we'll come back and start fresh in, in, in April. So this could have been the plan the whole time from Ring of Honor. Well, yes and no. I mean, they were having legitimate issues. Maybe Cody, when he started thinking about, okay, I'm on per appearance. Uh, This has been a month and a half. Maybe Cody got to them sooner rather than later. Hey, guys, look, I'm really down to help. Give me this significant amount of ownership or whatever. Let's do it. Let's make this happen. The the reason, the the evidence I'm going to put in this is, remember, uh, Ring of Honor announced that they were finishing out the year. Their final final battle was going to be their final battle, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Cody Rhodes' contract ended January 1st. A mere week later. Oh, snap. Okay, you said a month. Oh, yeah. Month and a half. Okay, that makes it's sense. It's been a month and okay. a half oh. now. We're only February. Yeah. We're halfway through February. It's the 22nd, dude. We're more than halfway. Calm down. I like to preserve my time in 2022, okay? Dude, we're closer to two months than we are at a month and a half now. Yeah, that's valid. Um, Anyways, so literally this could have been him saying, my contract's up January 1st. Uh, Right now the, the negotiations aren't going great. So here's what I'm doing. I'm doing the backup plan here. I know you're struggling. I know you're thinking about just shutting down. 
how about we do this? You announce you're going to shut down. You announce that you plan to reopen April, in April. Um, if my contract does get renewed, then you'd go through with whatever you're going to do, right? Um, if I don't get a new contract, if I don't get the deal that I'm working for, then I buy in as a as a minority partner in your relaunch, but you give me creative control. Yo, because reportedly that's one of the things that was a sticking point with him with AEW is he wanted that control. Right. Would Cody have money to buy in like that, though? He'd have to have partners, but, I mean, with all of the partners that he's he's made, all of the connections he's made in TNT and Warner, I guarantee you. Rem- remember uh, the, the was it, vice president of Warner? Mm-hmm. Um Warner Media, that was a big supporter of. Hey, look, Fahim Janemil. I'm on it. I just said. Uh, Hi, sorry, I had to use the restroom. I apologize. I disappeared for a few seconds there. It's okay. Uh, anyways, the vice president of or president of Warner Media, who was a big AEW proponent, left about a year ago. But he was definitely a Cody Rhodes connection. So Cody easily could have been talking to some of his connections from Warner Media, former Warner Media people, um, all the people he's met doing Rhodes to the Top, doing Go Big Show, you know, mm. and said, Hey, listen, we've got a business opportunity. Join with me on this. I mean, it's it's how AEW started, right? Cody Rhodes was looking around. And uh, came across someone who had money and wanted to do the same thing as him. Start up a wrestling promotion. Right. You know? And it was, do you want to form an alliance with me? Do you want to build a snowman? Absolutely, I want to form an alliance. (laughs) So so that's the deal. I mean, he, he, he by himself... Although, I mean, depending on how what much weight you put in the reports for what his contract with AEW was, you know, I mean, I'm not saying he's Tony Khan rich, but he was making some dough. So he very easily could have enough money to, to put on and become a minority shareholder himself um, and then add in some silent partners to help some investors. So I completely uh, don't disagree. I I mean, here's the deal: Cody could have a lot of different plans. He could just be planning. Oh my gosh, having a baby's awesome. Yes, that's the deal. I'm gonna wait three years before I'm back in a wrestling ring. He tweeted out that picture of of his of his daughter playing with a dog and saying, "This is what retirement looks like." That legitimately legitimately could be him saying, "Look at me. This is what I'm gonna do for a while." I'm going to, I, dude, if I had the money, I would have sat at home with my daughter when she was that age. I'd or, do it today. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, till she's in school. She's, she's four. I had to take the half day today because she had her four year doctor's checkup today. Oof. Yeah. Oof. One one shots. Yeah. Yeah. Shot, um, shot, 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 shot. Yeah. It's yeah. not quite the same when you're four. Yeah, the shots the shots are different uh, when you're four. 
She handled him like a champ, but but that meant I had a half day to hang out with her. So, side note: if there's any parents out there evil enough to do this to their children, please play that song on your way to take your kids to get shots. Put it on TikTok. We'll play it on here. (laughs) (laughs) Did you do that? Because that sounds awesome. I did not, but no. But I think you should. I should have. I really shot, shot. Someday, JLB, you will have children. I mean, geez, I don't think they'll be. I mean, they'll definitely be need to taking some kind of shots at some point. Yeah, so yeah, so shot, 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 shot. I mean, I I don't know how you guys do do infant vaccinations up in Canada, but here in America, they get shots from almost day one. Yeah, that's it. Like chicken they pox don't, and one, whatever. Like, but three yeah. months old. And First four years are pretty, pretty are sticky. Like shot galore. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Sticky. Yeah. St- sticky. In fairness, in Nebraska, the the four year shots are optional, but they have to be done before they go to kindergarten. So, so um, five years if you want. So you could put it off for five year. Um, depending on exactly when the birthday is and when they would be starting kindergarten, yeah. but that's a side point. Um, we had already planned on her doing the shots today. That's why I took the whole afternoon off so that I knew if she was um, distraught after them, I could take her for ice cream and whatever. And did you? Uh, she didn't want ice cream. She wanted a hamburger. Oh. Broncos? Um, Did you have Broncos? No, she wanted Hardee's because Hardee's has a a kids meal that has a toy. Although it was a shitty toy this week, it was stickers. The toys haven't been good for years in kids. Recently, this was a Hardee's kids meal toy not too long ago. Is it a squishy Batman or a bobblehead? No, Batman? it's it's kind of it's a hard one, but it's, it's like got a, a odd dispenser. Yeah, it's kind it kind of like a, a Funko Pop size. It's smaller, but yeah, but it's got a little spring in here, and it came with a little batarang that would f- flick on the hand, and you go like this, and it would throw the batarang. Pretty decent. Not horrible. Not and horrible. then there was a a Joker one that I can't quite reach from where I'm at right now. That throws a uh, grenade. No, he uh. His <laughs> his mouth opens super wide. It's kind of creepy here. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> he looks Canadian. <laughs> yeah, he looks like Terrence and Philip. <laughs> Shut your effing Shut your face, uncle. face, uncle fucker! Wow, I wasn't even gonna You're try to use the effing bastard, uncle fucker. You're a fucker. Yes, it's true. Nobody fucks uncles quite like you. And there and goes our monetization. Shut your yeah. fucking face, uncle fucker. Trade back in all of our fucking monetization. You're the one who fucked your uncle, uncle fucker. The one day his daughter decides to listen to the podcast is this episode. <laughs> oh, if you think that's the first time she heard any of those words. <laughs> I'm sorry for thinking you're a good father. <laughs> I no, I just don't believe that censoring your kids' words at this age does any good. Um, but the other, we we did have to at least hold her back a little bit because the other day uh, she dropped something and I heard her say, "What the fuck?" 
No. <laughs> I think it's more about if, if she goes in public and like she starts F-bombing, they'll be like, what the fuck, guys? <laughs> it's more of that. You know, she's going to eventually words. learn all these words anyways. Yeah, but words. But, you know, there'll be not... new words. There'll be new swear words by the time she's. Pretty much, yeah. I don't think so. I, I feel. Like... I don't know if the C word was really that big when we were kids. Maybe not, but I mean, it was still around. I mean, the thing is, words words evolve, language evolves, right? When I was a kid, the f bomb was something like literally. I I remember hearing my neighbor say it, and I asked my dad what that word was, and my dad said that is a very very bad word. You should never say it. Only bad people say it. Um, yeah, but he probably fuck. He probably swore left, right, and center though. But my point is, in 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 modern day, you look at it, and that word has worked its way a lot more towards the mainstream. I mean, it right? can be on television now, cable. Yeah, cable After television. After a certain time of night, but um, but the c word, the c word is now the level the f word was back then. Yeah. Um. Not to make t- it about the the t words up there too. Really? Uh, oddly enough, they they both mean the same thing. I don't you know what this T word like is. Body <laughs> oh, it's twat. Yeah, it's twat. It's one hundred percent twat. <laughs> don't be a twat, douche. Tell you. Oh, dude, don't be a twat, douche. Well done. Well done. So fantasy Fantasy-y. booking. So fantasy booking. So so we just did. Da Fabes fantasy booking JLB. Do you have a fantasy yeah, booking? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll do one because mine's gonna suck. Um, guys, Alexa Bliss is back. Mm. I don't know if you saw her in the chamber. Fantasy booking. Um, I did not. And... I mean, I thought she was back, but I did not see the chamber. Yeah. So she was halfway decent in the chamber, aside from Bianca picking her up with one hand. That was pretty crazy. Um, but I would like you to book Alexa Bliss's opponent for WrestleMania. Give me maybe a little bit of a storyline and what happens with Alexa Bliss for Mania. Me first. Me first. I go okay. first. Um, okay, go, 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 no. Um, uh, her opponent is Rhea Ripley. Uh, they teased it at Elimination Chamber. Did they? They did. When uh, uh, Alexa Bliss was coming in, Rhea Ripley was already in her cage or in her pod whatever you want to call it and alexa went up to it and put her hands up there and kind of mocked her out there and i think that's the story i i would want to tell is rhea ripley um but here's the way they do it rhea ripley's been beating up on nikki cross because nikki cross has been turning bad uh but for alexa that's nikki cross turning to her side um, so this is Alexa coming back to Nikki Cross's side. Um, uh, yeah, true. Okay. You've been beating up my friend. Now I'm going to beat you up. And yes, you know, she that's technically the bad guy side, which is fine. That's the way it is. So Rhea Ripley gets to be the hero now facing off against two villains. Um. And you know, Alexa can be back more back to the mean girl Alexa that she always was, uh, mocking Rhea Ripley. You know, she can do all the little petty things that she used to do. Uh, but that's that's the feud that I would I would want to see out of this. 
It's Alexa versus Rhea Ripley. Um, it also works because Alexa's small and Rhea Ripley not small. Mm. Um, and those are always fun storylines to tell. Can plucky little Alexa Bliss be able to to beat big strong Rhea Ripley? Um, Can David beat Goliath? No, no, no. Okay, I thought it was funny. Sounded better in my head, I guess. Yeah, probably. Mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. That's fair. I mean, I think that's maybe where WWE's going. I think that is a WWE storyline, which I guess makes sense. Didn't really think of that, but hopefully, Kayfabe has something different. I do. I think it's <laughs> Okay. How do you do that then? They're both heels. Please Rhea explain. Ripley <laughs> Rhea Ripley on a pole? Is that what you said? Yep. yep. Rhea Ripley on a pole match. I feel like you want to no, see uh, that for more reasons than just that. <laughs> oh, hello. 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 Um, no, I, I, no, I don't think it's a Rhea Ripley on a pole match. I think that Nikki Nikki wants to present herself as a hero by herself. And I think that she sees Alexa as a villain who caused Nikki to have this turn. Uh, very much so, um, you cost me my hair. Uh, Superman, Lex Luthor type setup. Um, you cost me to fall to this dark side. You cost me my friendship. You cost me. Both of them have this. You cost me. You 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 took this from from me. You took my friendship, or or um, you know, I'm gonna be your hero and I'm gonna bring you back, and and you can be my sidekick. And um, yeah, I think you just have a build towards their old friendship, and uh, uh, for. Poops and giggles. Let's make it a, a latte match. Um, a latte. Throw the other one into a latte. So, latte match. It's to throw them into a giant cup of latte. Oh, Jesus. Because they used to have lattes. <laughs> okay. Frozen latte. Because it would be very hot and painful if you threw a person into a 180 degree latte. Hmm. I saw a TikTok the other day, and it was a person who used to work at a Starbucks repeating an actual or conversation they had, and it was the person saying, yes, I want a latte with no milk. Like, so you, That's not a latte. So you want an espresso. No, I said I want a latte with no milk. Oh, oh, so you want like oat milk or, or like, you know, almond milk or something like that instead. No, are you stupid? I want a latte with no milk. Yes, I am. Oh. Apparently, <laughs> apparently I am because latte is Italian for milk. <laughs> you don't need to lecture me what Italian is. That has nothing to do with what I'm ordering. I'm ordering a latte with no milk. Did they want a latte of it or a little of it? Apparently, they wanted a latte with no milk. But with no milk. How does... What? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I would have been like, sure. What name do I put on it? All right, cool. Yeah. Hang on a minute. 
just shit in the coffee. Just fuck off. <laughs> well, that escalated quickly. Yep. Shit, shit in the coffee. Shit in the coffee. It's, it's not even like there's not any gentleness to this at all. It's just no. yeah, that's just, that way. Fecal matter in your coffee, sir. <laughs> Brown chocolate milk. I mean, I suppose that latte coming right out. I, I <laughs> also legitimately saw a TikTok that I, I really, really hope was satire, but it was a person making uh, a drink, and they were like, and then you put in strawberry milk, which is vegan because it's made with strawberry milk. It's not cow milk. That's got to be a joke. There's no way somebody actually thinks that. Yeah, that's not a thing. You, you'd think so, but this I don't know with this particular people are one. Idiots. People are idiots. Because they're like, there's oat milk, which is vegan, and there's almond milk, which is vegan, and this is strawberry milk, which is vegan because it uses strawberries. You know, I have yet to see an oat that I could milk. A soy <laughs> that I could milk. You you are correct. Or a strawberry with nipples. Mm, pretty much anything <laughs> with nipples you can milk. Really? I have nipples, Greg. Have nipples. Can you milk me? <laughs> and the and the actual the actual if answer give, is yes. If we give either of us enough estrogen, yep. yes, he can milk us. <laughs> that's horrible to be able to know that yep. out loud. It's, but it's one hundred percent true. That's. Uh... Anyways, this took the more you know, the more the more you know. So, have, have you guys ever tried Oreos, but like the cereal? I think it's called Oreo. Yeah, it's like Oreos. I have oh. not, but they're popular over here. So pretty delicious. Know. Pretty delicious. It just really know. tastes like the cookie itself. Like the not obviously the cream part because the cream part is the milk, I guess. But the cookie, it just tastes like a bunch of Oreo in the shape of Cheerios. So. But Cookies taste like cookies. Well, while, while we're on a weird uh, tangent, um, mm -hmm. uh, after work, because my wife was angry that uh, she didn't get to go with us to the appointment and, uh, <laughs> and to the Arby's. subsequent, uh, <laughs> well, it was going to be ice cream, but then it was Hardee's. She wanted to go to um, Cold Stone Creamery and get some ice cream. <laughs> uh, and so we went to get ice cream after work. And she got what she normally gets, which is just one of the regular things that's there. But I walk in and I'm like, okay, do I want ice cream? And I see yeah, you do. they have a limited edition, limited time, Lucky Charms ice cream. Ooh. How was it? It's witchcraft is what it is. It's witchcraft. <laughs> Because here's the the ice cream itself, like they put marshmallows in it. The ice cream is not flavored like marshmallows, right? Mm, okay. The ice cream tastes like that Odie cereal milk. You know what I mean? When you're when you're eating Lucky Charms, mm. the 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 non marshmallow parts of the Lucky Charms that Odie flavor. Okay. It tastes like that, and then like sweetened milk. It's witchcraft. It it should not work, but it does. Um, hmm. but then they mix in the you know, actual and... marshmallows and, mm -hmm. 
and everything. But it's crazy because like you're eating it and it's like this really does taste like I'm eating the cereal. Germs. Nice. Um, but it's green. I don't know why they chose green. I mean, I guess the only reason is because we're coming close to uh, St. Patrick's Day. Day. And so they're like, uh, we'll, we'll make it green because it's luck of the Irish, I guess. It's after all, it's the lucky chimes. Yep, I guess. But anyways, nice. anyways, that was the weird tangent I just wanted to talk about. Um, <laughs> What's uh, we don't have this ice cream place in Canada, I guess. Uh, Coldstone like Creamy. I don't. I don't know what the the big thing with it. Their namesake is that um, in front, like where they do the serving, there's there's a giant marble slab that they have with freezers underneath it that make it chilled and cold and so mm. when you order something they scoop it up and then they put it on these cold stones and then they put the the toppings that you want in there and then they use these two big paddles and they mash it up and mix it all together on this cold stone and then they put it into the the dish for you to eat um snap uh don't think there's any Canadian locations. It might just be an American thing. Probably not. Frozen They're... Moo is better. It's it's rolled. It's Thai rolled ice cream. Yeah. Same concept. Yeah, there's the Thai rolled ones that are there on the thing. There's another one that's a very similar concept to Cold Stone. Um it's called a fucking blizzard. Ugh, no. I hate Dairy Queen's Blizzard. Um Blasphemous. I, I like Dairy Queen's Blizzards when I hate. Uh, is how they uh, feel um, obligated to do the whole flip it over before they hand it to you shit. It's actually a rule. They have to. I know. I hate it. I'm just saying, what if mine fell out? Your next one's on us. Well, apparently this one's on me. Ah! Yeah. Ah! So I don't get it. It says in June 2009, Cold Sold Creamery started testing the Canadian market by opening seven co-branded locations with Tim Hortons in Toronto, Oakville, Mississauga, Hamilton, Pickering, Sudbury, Halifax, Nova Scotia. They had locations in every Canadian province except for Newfoundland and Labrador. But then that doesn't tell me if it's still there. Pieces of yeah. Trash. Okay. Um. Uh, on a side note, you you have a province called Labrador. Well, it's um, uh, it's not a no. It's it's like um, a territory almost, kind of. Is that what the Northwestern Territories used to be? Yeah, ish. I'm not great with my geography, but it's not an actual province name. It's like, like a it? territory. Exactly. There's um I I'm I'm just like you named you named a territory after a dog. Uh you know I'm I'm sure I can find few dog names in your states, so you know it is what it is. I assure you there is not a state named Poodle. <laughs> That's that, that that is correct. Um that is correct. Correct, exactly. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> That's correct. There's your Billy Madison reference. That was in fact a Billy Madison reference, yes. Yep. Um I, I looked up what the, the similar to Cold Stone that I was thinking of. It's called Marble Slab Creamery, um, which is the most um boring ripoff name of a store I've ever heard in my <laughs> life. Like, oh, you're Cold Stone? We're, we're marble slab 
Creamery. Oh, uh, your name's Creamery. Iron Man? Well, I'm exoskeleton person. I'm steel guy. <laughs> so in 2017, Tim Hortons removed the Cold Stone Creameries because they're asshats. But it did cost them $19 million in the fourth I mean, corner for doing so. In in fairness, as much as I like Cold Stone, they um their their business is fairly tentative. We had one in uh the town I grew up in for like ten years and then it just suddenly closed because mm. it just wasn't making money there. So um it's kind of hard of to do business an models that should have been more successful than they are. Or Let's talk about one that should have been less successful. Subway. Why do I have to tell you how to make my sandwich? I feel like if I had to figure out how to make my sandwich, I would make it myself. Because it's a superiority complex. I'm the king. You make my sandwich for me. You think it's an alpha thing? Oh, that's... Could be. be. I think that's worth a psychological study if there's that many people who are fucking dicks. Yeah. I mean, do you, do you? When's the last time you went to Subway? I don't go to Subway. I fucking hate it. It's disgusting. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fair. Well, there are better sub places out there. Have you, do you go to Quiznos? Yeah. I don't think you have a Quiznos. Uh, yeah, the, we, have the, Quiznos. we have Quiznos um, some places. There's one in. Uh, I, I would choose Jimmy John's. Yeah, Jimmy John's would be my go-to. Um, I I don't like Firehouse subs. I love Firehouse. I, I have a vendetta against Firehouse good. subs for a stupid reason. Do they I, make it in front of you, though? Yeah, I mean, it, Firehouse subs is just like a subway sort of thing. Yeah, it's it's more like Quiznos because it's toasted. Yeah, more like Quiznos, yeah. Preset sandwiches and stuff like but, that. But um, the, the reason I have a vendetta against Firehouse subs, and like I said, this is really stupid, I'll, I'll admit. But uh, in the town I grew up in, lived there until a few years ago, Kearney. Um, there was a, uh, a store that opened that I really, really liked. Um, and it was a, uh, burrito shop called Moe's. Uh, and it was phenomenal. Hold on, Firehouse did not cost Moe's. It did. No, it, no, it wasn't. It was, uh, it's the Pepper Jack's Grill. Oh, that's right. But it was still that same. Lo- it wasn't the same location, but it was because it opened down the in that same mall. Strip mall, yeah. That that same little but, strip but mall, Pepper Jack's which is what kicked out, which is the same owner. Um, oh, okay. And, and everything, but I just I like mm, because Moe's was awesome, and there's not a Moe's anywhere near me. I got into a conversation with a uh, with a coworker uh, who's from the south. And uh, they mentioned how they hate Chipotle because it's just a poor man's Moe's. And I was like, yes, it is. <laughs> Do you have a Qdoba? We have both a Qdoba and a Chipotle near me. And it's I just would a take snarky Moe's. I would take uh, Moe's over both of them. And I would Happy take Firehouse nice. over those. Right. Happiness is just a flaming. Um, I, we've got Jersey Mike's here. I haven't tried Jersey Mike's yet. Ooh, I've never had a Jersey Mike's. I didn't know that. Um, yeah, so that's that's kind of a big. We have uh, was it Pickle Man's? You also Which happen is... to live in the home city of the Reuben. Yeah. Um. Arguably, but yeah. Arguably, yes, I agree. 
But fucking claim it because you live there, bitch. Like, okay, Rubens. Is it called Rubens? Uh, Ruben is a type of sandwich that arguably was created in Omaha. And I say arguably because there's another place that claims to have created the Ruben as well. Is it like uh, St. Louis? Something like that. Is it a smoked meat joint? Um, Ruben is a specific type of sandwich. It is uh, a sandwich. Cock meat sandwich. Yeah, it's uh, got corned beef. Swiss cheese, sauerkraut, and Russian dressing, like either on Thousand it or Island. dipped into it. In Nebraska, we use Thousand Island dressing. Um, and that's the difference, reportedly, is that the one version that uses Russian dressing was reportedly um, started. Well, I gotta find it here. So the the Omaha one was uh, Ruben Kulakovsky, uh, a Jewish Lithuanian born grocer in Omaha, Nebraska, asked for a sandwich made of corned beef and sauerkraut for his weekly poker game uh, around 1920. And so they named it the Ruben sandwich because of him, right? Uh, another account says that Arnold Rubin, a German-Jewish owner of Rubin's Delicatessen in New York City, uh, created the Rubin Special in around 1914, which would be six years earlier, reportedly. Um, but, like I said, the, the big difference is um, the Thousand Island dressing versus Russian dressing. In, in Nebraska, we like Thousand Island dressing. So, um, apparently you can, in Montreal, get the Montreal Reuben, yeah. which uses corned beef, uh, and Montreal style smoked meats. Mm -hmm. That's what I was thinking. What is Montreal style smoked meats inform us? We may need to make a trip to Montreal. <laughs> oh, I mean, we have the best, uh, smoked meat technically. Okay. And I'm not now, now don't get crats. It's a type of kosher-style deli meat produced mm -hmm. by, by salting and curing beef brisket with spices and then hot-smoked to cook through. Mm -hmm. And then finally steamed to completion. So uh, it's similar to pastrami, they say, or kind of corned beef. Anyway. Best smoking. Well, I mean, shit. to be fair, I, I've... You know, I uh, my locations and where I've went are very limited, so I should not say that. However, I've heard a lot of people say that coming, like a lot of people, literally come to Montreal just for our smoked meat. So I mean, a lot of people come to Montreal just to smoke their meat. I mean that too, because we have the best night town in all of Canada. And oh, possibly. I'm so proud of you for your senseless national pride. It's almost <laughs> like you're an American. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I try to fit in sometimes. I, I figured I might as well gloat for the sake of gloating. I mean, in, in fairness, we're we're just being polite and letting you uh you know continue to talk about how great your meat is up in Montreal, knowing full well that there's no meat like Nebraska meat. Nebraska beef, top tier. It's because you... we have fields and we have corn. We have both. <laughs> yes. We have it's lots of space for cows, and we have lots of corn to feed the cows. 
<laughs> and that's the thing, corn-fed cows. You make you make Omaha steaks a big thing, and then next thing you know, we're no, the no, no, king no. of Omaha the steaks are not the best steaks in Nebraska, though. They, oh, they, okay. Yeah, they they just capitalized on it. No, the best steaks mean? in Nebraska is you call up a farmer, yeah, and course. you say, "I want to reserve your next side of beef." Nebraska is so, literally a state that that did Kobe beef better than Kobe in the Kobe region of Japan. Like we have Nebraska prime star beef and whoo. Yeah. So um, I, I have to answer uh, D highs because um, he asked for link and I have to um, clarify what, what, what link he's wanting. Apparently he's wanting what a link he... to get some Montreal. Yeah. I mean, is he wanting mouth. Montreal smoked meats or is he wanting a Reuben sandwich or is he wanting a, a Moe's? sandwich or a yeah i mean i mean that's... or is he wanting something wrestling related because that's really what this show is <laughs> supposed to be he's like can you give me a link to a wrestling podcast that will talk about wrestling that's very valid he, he would be on point right there he's like maybe i went to touche d highs d high s Dice. what is what is the link between this Streamyard link and bottom don't work. Bottom doesn't work. I have a stream. My bottom link doesn't in... work. Oh, in the doobly doos, you didn't change the, the doobly doos. I didn't change the doobly doos, but it still should work because I still have an active Streamyard. What does Apologies. it work? Streamyard yeah. link. Oh, hmm. he will. Uh, Interesting. Let me check that out. Hit him at uh, Detective Marks Marks. That would be at Raw and Order WBU on Twitter, well, and he'll try and get you a link directly to it. I mean, like I said, it still should work because it's still up an active Streamyard. No, yeah, but you're not on Streamyard. You don't do you? Like I went to Streamyard. It's bringing me to like the page though where I want to broadcast. Yeah, that's well that's because our... the 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 Streamyard link is a referral link. That's what it is. Is just a it's not to watch it's to to start your own show oh okay yeah yeah i mean mean, if you want the referral link to uh stream stream labs melon i could get that for you um and we'll give you our personal review it sucks yeah we're we're not particularly happy with it but we could give it to you um see lol yes it's funny because we, we here's the deal I said on the previous one we decided to try melon because we got a really great deal on it um and uh it has a lot of features that I really like the idea like there are all sorts of layouts that you don't have on streamyard uh that you can go through and uh and I was like ooh look at all these layouts I can do um but it doesn't matter because some of the features that we normally use, including uh, DA Fabes, you know, broadcast doesn't work right on it. So, <laughs> oh, so he wants a link to join the stream. Um, tell you what, uh, hit me up after the stream. You can like at Raw and Order WBU on Twitter or Instagram, um, and and we'll talk a little bit. We don't. 
we don't typically join people on the stream without knowing them first or at least getting to know them first kind of vetting you first if you do have a fantasy booking something hit us up in the chat with it and we'll talk about it on here but um but in terms of join joining this actual stream we're we're kind we're cautious because we don't want you to cautious. say words like fuck or twat <laughs> <laughs> or fap on yeah. video, you know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So, so like I said, hit hit me hit me up at Raw and Order WBU on Twitter afterwards. We'll chat a little bit. Um, if if I think everything everything's kosher, maybe on our next stream, I'd, I'll invite you on. But sure, I gotta sure. kosher like Montreal's smoked yes. meat, which is the best in all of the world. Yes, all of Montreal, all of the world. All of Quebec. Heck, we'll even give you all of Canada if you want it, right? But considering I have had uh, Kansas City smoked meats. Nashville. Yeah. Nashville, it's really, really hard. I, I, <laughs> I like to smoke my own meat. That's getting dirty. Let's I, move on. Smart I tried to smoke my own meat, but I'm not flexible enough. <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> okay so um and we lost the viewer yep and and he's gone he's gonna give us the link to his twitch and we'll go see his twitch yeah yeah we'll check out your twitch and, and like i said maybe on the next one we'll we'll have you join but like i say we're we're one of those i don't know we're cautious we're new to twitch and we've been burned before so but we'll check you out look and then maybe next time. Um, anyway. So we're going to move on to my challenge because we went on a weird tangent for a while. My challenge to you is pretty simple. Um, it's going to be pretty. Yes, we know you, we can find you. Yes, we'll find you. Okay, just, just move <laughs> um, It's going to be pretty simple. Right now we are, um, what's it, three weeks now away from uh, Revolution? Maybe three weeks? Two weeks. Two weeks away from Revolution. Two weeks away from AEW Revolution. We've got we've got five matches scheduled for it right now. Um, two of them are going to be... It's not that we don't want you, dude. It's that we want to vet you first. We want to see... Make sure your personality matches. I'm, I'm just... I'm being honest with you. Maybe next time, but... Yes, Thanks, we bro. will enjoy our show. Thanks, man. Um, so there, there are five matches currently booked. Um, Keith Lee versus Wardlow versus Powerhouse Hobbs versus three to be determined. We've got Jurassic Express versus two to, to be determined. Those are the ones that are going to be uh, chosen here in the next couple weeks, right? CM Punk versus MJF in a dog collars match. Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa for the Women's Championship. Hangman Adam Page versus Adam Cole for the Men's World Championship. Uh, five matches booked does not a AEW revolution make in my mind. So your challenge uh, for both of you is to fill out the card. I'm thinking at least two more matches, maybe three. Uh, to fill out the card for Revolution, and, and how do you build up to that? 
Three or four matches? Uh, three matches. If you want to do four matches, that would put nine on the card for the night, and that would be that would be a big one, but I, I could do it. One of them could be on the kickoff show. You know, unlike WWE actually put something on the kickoff show. Um, okay, let me just get that. I know you just told the card, but... yeah. I mean, you know, keep in mind there's currently not a TBS title match on there. Um, so uh, you could easily put Jade Cargill versus someone in there. There's currently not a TNT title uh, match on there. So you could put Sammy Guevara versus someone. Um, oh, wait a minute. It's going to be a... It's going to be a crazy... Because we have Keith Lee versus Wardlow versus Power. Oh, I thought they were going to face the TNT. Nope. It's a ladder match for the for a shot at the TNT. It's it's effectively a Money in the Bank match. Nice. That looks exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. So, I'll go first. Yep. There will be a Tag Titles Championship. Well, that that's already booked for it. It's a the yeah, freeway. Express versus uh, TBT versus TBT. To be determined and to be determined. That's I feel like the, the Ass Boys might make it in there though. Yeah, that's those two. The they're having the battle royal tag team battle royal this week to determine at least one of them. So yeah, they right. built this feud with the Ass Boys. I feel like the Ass Boys have to be in there. So because I'm an Ass Boy. <laughs> oh, you didn't know? <laughs> well, your ass better call somebody. My, our asses. <laughs> um, I mean, I I feel yeah, like Jade. I feel like uh, Jade uh, Cargo versus Serena Deeb. Um, they definitely got to be using Serena Deeb on the pay per view. I don't exactly. Who was Jade's last opponent? I don't think it was Serena Deeb. It was just some other person um, that just appeared didn't or something. She just recently fa- face. Uh, 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 it was like Ruby, someone Ruby new. Again? Ruby Soho was. I, I thought think she her faced Ruby recent. again. No, yeah. Ruby Soho was it Ruby Soho? I feel like she faced On a Friday night. Mm, okay. Um. Or maybe, because I feel like you have to do, the so the professional is Serena Deeb, correct? The professor, yeah. Professor? Um, AQA was the most recent one. It was the That's debut uh, TVS title. Uh, Julia Hart was on Rampage the week prior, or two weeks prior, or a month prior. I don't know. Anyways. And then, yeah, like, Jay. that's the problem, too, because Serena Deeb also faced her at one point, too. I think that was maybe a month ago or something. Um, Serena Deeb has not faced off with Jade Cargill um, in quite a while. I'm looking at, Ooh, I'm on cage okay. match. And so, um, What's, do you know her ranking? Does it say it there? Uh, I'm not on cage match. I could go to the AEW page to see, but. Like, I don't even know. I'm looking here, and I don't even know. Oh, Serena she's new Deeb. number one. She's number one on the uh, this week's official AEW rankings. Serena Deeb is new number one contender. 
to AEW Women's title, though. Mm-hmm. Well, they uh, keep in mind they did say a long time ago that the uh, number one contender is a number one for both the the women's title and the the TBS title. It's the same thing with number one contender for the world title is also the number one contender technically for the TNT title. Um, it's weird. It's dumb. Oh, okay. It's why they almost need weight classes for those mid-card titles or something. You know what I mean? If they're going to do it based on win-loss. But anyways. Okay, so they get to choose. I guess that's fine if they get to choose. But then why wouldn't you want to choose the world? Yeah, that's why it's kind of stupid. But That's so, fair. So I'll do Serena Deeb versus uh, Jade Cargill. She'll decide to go after the um, TBS title. Uh, get get them on the pay-per-view and it won't be on a kickoff it will literally be on a pay-per-view because you have to represent your titles properly um i'm thinking you do it's not necessarily double or nothing but you do like a casino royale though so maybe you do a casino royale of all the women to see who faces jade in the on the pay-per-view on the kickoff can you just say the word casino again casino no, that's that's, not, that's not the way you were saying. Well. You got to say it right. I'm not saying it right. <laughs> not the way you were saying it. You said casino? casino like three times. Oh, I was just thinking, and sorry. <laughs> and so I, I needed you to say casino again. Casino. Okay. Um. So you have that. So that's two matches, but it's kind of a cop out. Um, let me see who are, is a pretty good card, man. I'm excited for this. Um, hmm. So you're going to have the ass boys in that tag. So can't put them anywhere. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Okay, well, you're most certainly probably going to be getting uh, Hook versus uh, what's-his-face. Um, guy that no one likes, but he's a great trainer. T- QT Marshall. QT Marshall. And that's unfortunately going to happen. But that's going to be have to be on the main card because Hook's involved. And once Hook is involved... <laughs> You have to put that on the card. I also feel like you maybe might be getting the Daniel Bryan versus John Moxley on Revolution as well. Because um, we're what? We're a week, two weeks, two weeks away. So I feel like you could still make that happen. John Moxley didn't um, necessarily say no to it, but he only... Uh, will partner with someone he bleeds with. So therefore, John Moxley versus Brian Danielson in an all-wrestling match. Meaning it's nothing but wrestling, no hardcore stuff. Um, I feel like you also have to have Lance Archer in this somehow, too. Not in Moxley and and Brian Danielson, but you have to have. What's Lance Archer doing? Did he do anything necessarily after the Hangman? Uh, we after haven't seen whole... him yet. We so... haven't seen him yet, huh? No. Okay. Mm. 
I don't know what they would do because they haven't really been building anything else with him. I mean, he's definitely not facing. Uh, he's definitely not facing uh, Jake Roberts. I'll tell you that much. Um, but maybe Lance Archer versus Ethan Page. They kind of break that up. Uh, Dan Lambert gets pissed off at Lance Archer for not doing it. He's like, hey, I even helped you uh, by cutting the rope and you couldn't even get the job done because Dan Lambert's a cocky prick. Lance Archer doesn't like his attitude and Ethan Page then gets in his face. So maybe you also have Lance Archer versus Ethan Page, which I think would also be pretty fire. And that could maybe start up your AEW Revolution pay-per-view. So I'll go with those matches. Daniel Bryan versus Moxley. Lance Archer versus Ethan Page. You have the kickoff be a Casino Royale. Um, women's to face the TBS champion. And then you have Serena Deeb on the card with going against Jade uh, Cargill for the TBS championship. No, not a fan. I think all of these are very valid. No, they're all very matches. valid. I didn't say I was a fan or not. I'm just saying. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for a DA Fabes thing. All right. Here we go. <laughs> so we're going to start off. Um, I'm going to fill in the rest of that tag match. I do like your ass boys selection. Um, I mm-hmm. also think that the acclaimed will be in that. Is the third team. Um, in regards to the TBS championship, I really, really like the idea of an Anna J play there. I just think that makes sense. It allows us to heal up Jade Cargill a little bit more. Um, not heal like his and get better, but make her more of a heal. Um, and Anna Jay is 4-1, so she can afford a loss to undefeated. Um, Jade Cargill never lost in her career, so it, it, that doesn't hurt her too awful bad before Jade moves towards her eventual loss before she gets the women's title. Um, I do like the idea of a number one contenders women's match. I don't know if a Casino Royale is the way to go. Um but I think that's that's the pre-show match. I think this is the time to go ahead and give us a free women's match, uh, non-pay-per-view, um, and have the likes of probably Chris Statlander, Bunny. Um, you you want to have Rebel and Jamie Hayter in there, and I'll throw in a fist and say legit Layla Hirsch. And I, I'd probably go ahead and have Layla Hirsch win that so that she can just kind of have that quick pop and then back out. She's she's not the next one to win the title. Uh, I she think should Serena. be. She's so good. I know, but I think oh. it's Serena, I think it's Serena Dean or, or I think I think it's Thunder Rosa, actually. I think she, Thunder Rosa wins this week. And Serena Dean maybe takes it off of Thunder Rosa. Because Serena Dean's heel work is really fucking good right now. Um as much as I want Red Velvet to be the next one to face for Jade Cargill's title, um, I think Red Velvet should be the one who knocks off Jade Cargill's unbeaten record. So that's just my opinion. 
those two put on fire matches with each other. And of Red Velvet's 21 losses in her career, Jade Cargill holds like 17 of them. Okay, it's not <laughs> quite that high, but it's it's a lot. <laughs> so, um, we already have, we, we have, uh, I assume in the five you were mentioning, Smarks, you were talking about the ladder match, right? The face of the revolution ladder match? Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So we got the ladder um, match, the the tag team tag match, trio match. The I like where you're going with Hook, but I think Hook, I think that Hook match is going to be, they're really pumping him up for, for just a destructive force. I think it's going to be Hook versus the Nightmare Factory. Um, in other words, I think it's going to be a gauntlet match. I think that's the route to go there. Ooh. But I mean, didn't he's beaten all of them already? No, or like a good chunk of them. But not all in the same night, motherfucker. This is valid. Okay. So, um, I I don't know. I am not a motherfucker, though. I mean, tech. No, that's not true. I fucked a mother before. Have you? Yes, yes, I have. Uh, have mm-hmm. you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think you're a 33 year old virgin, but it's okay. Wow, I'm not. <laughs> but sure. Um, I'm just fucking with you, man. I don't know. I think you were kind of serious with that comment. I'm slightly offended. <laughs> uh, I don't know what to do with the likes of Brian Danielson or um, Moxley. I mean, they're on the card. They're they're literally on the poster. So they have to have something, right? Well, they don't I, officially yet. Yeah, I'm thinking they're leading up to a Moxley versus because. They had the Maybe whole thing uh, before. Before I partner with anyone, uh, I bleed with them, sort of a thing. And so there's going to be a match. Between I would assume at this that's Moxley versus Brian Danielson. And I think um, I I can get down with that. I I, uh, I think it's a cop out to yeah. use that as one of my matches. So I'll I'll get yeah. down with but it. But it is not as of yet announced. So yes. I do think that we have, which is surprising. Well, I think I think there's going to be something with uh, Orange Cassidy, Darby Sting, and Guevara type setup. Because isn't Darby isn't Darby set up to go after the TNT? Well, he just had a match uh, for the TNT um, last week, uh, but it did end in sort of a schmoz. So. Um, I think I think we could see a multi-person match for the TNT title, um, and then I we know that we have we know we have Jericho versus Eddie Kingston. We know that that's happening. Well, we don't technically. It's not. A it's percent. happening. It should happen though. Yeah, yeah. That'll be that'll be the other one of these faces that are on here, and and it could be that Orange Cassidy ends up in the in the ladder match. You know. Um, they don't have the acclaimed on that poster. They do have, uh, is that Scorpio Sky in the top right? Uh, that is, but they have everybody on the poster, kind of. Yeah. yeah I mean, not everybody. Well, poster I mean, has a lot of people on it, though. That aren't but confirmed. Scorpio Sky, Dan Lambert, that kind of sets up with the Hangman Page thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. I'm going to go with what I want to see is a fatal four way for the TNT title. Sammy Guevara comes out on top, but we get we build um, 
build on the Orange Cassidy feud with, uh, uh, oh, shit. <laughs> Fuck. Who is he recently feuding with? Say that again, though, because maybe I could help you out. Orange Cassidy. Okay, so you had the Adam Cole thing. Adam Cole was done. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, Orange me. Cassidy hasn't had a feud since the Adam Cole thing. Okay, yeah, so this is building an, an Adam an Orange Cassidy feud. That could be a good setup, Orange Cassidy and Sammy Guevara. I don't know. Can you have the TNT, though, if you're doing this ladder match? I guess you can, but I feel like they would have... It doesn't have to be a ladder. Like you, you made it so there's two ladder matches. Like We don't need two ladder matches. We can just have... We can have... You know. No, I more meant because this was the big thing, f- like the number one contendership for the TNT title. So I, I don't oh, know how you would justify. They've, they've had, just at, at full gear, they had a number one contenders match um, at the same one that they had a championship match for that same one. So oh, they've okay. done it before. You can okay. have, I mean, cause you, do, you, you get named the number one contender to whoever has the belt. Right, right. So if the belt changes hands, you're still the number one contender. Yeah, yeah. So there. Yeah, right. yeah. My bad. In fact, I like Scorpio Sky in that match to start putting him back in the in a little bit more single strength. So I'm going to put Scorpio Sky, Orange Cassidy, Sammy Guevara, and who else do I want in that match? Fuck, we haven't had a payoff to the pack versus Alice or versus Malachi Black match yet. Oh snap! That. Dude, there's so many potential matches that could happen at Revolution, <laughs> and so much they could leave off. Yeah, that's like it. Luther off the roster. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't cry if Luther disappeared. <laughs> um, well, I mean, just think about the number of tag teams you could easily put in. I really like the idea of Hook having a having a uh, gauntlet match. I think that'd be fun. But I mean, I think he's going to be on the card though for sure. I'm not a fan of your gauntlet, but I feel like he does have to be on the card. Almost like for sure has to be on the card. There's so yeah. many matches. Jesus, is this going to be a five hour? They should just put all these matches on, and I'd be down. Like, give me five hours of revolution. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> give me all the payoffs today. All Every today. one of them. God damn it. Do it. So, no, I, I think, I think, I think I want the, I think I want the hook, uh, the hook match. Um, I want the triple threat Scorpio Sky. Actually, that's perfect. Scorpio Sky. Orange Cassidy, Sammy Guevara, triple threat for the TNT title, um, which does have Dan Lambert and his team involved, which opens the door for for um, the uh, the inner circle. What's remaining of it to kind of help protect Sammy Guevara a little bit, um, and then the Jade Cargill versus. Uh, I've got who did I have her up against? It wasn't Layla Hirsch. Oh, Anna J. And then I still have that that women's I, I like your idea. I just don't think it should be a ladder match for the women's number one contender. 
I didn't say a letter match. You did too. I said Casino Royale. Which is a ladder match. No, that casino. What's the other thing? The, one yeah, the Battle do... Royal, the Casino Battle Royal. Oh, that's what I meant. Battle Sorry. Okay. Over yeah. the top rope. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's okay then, I guess. Yeah. Which, All in right. fairness, is probably in the works for the kickoff show of some sort, whether it's women's or yeah, men's. Seven coming live in somehow. Yeah. Yeah. They've, they've usually had a uh, Battle Royal on the kickoff show. So. Also, side note. Somebody else is quickly approaching their 50th win, but it won't be this week. So, who do tell one Brit? Oh, Jade. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, Brit, Brit's got a wait because she's at 28 she's now. At 41 41 career wins. Yeah, no, I'm talking uh, Jade Cargill. Oh, yeah, Jade's at 27. 20. Seven. She'll be. Oh, snap. Okay. Uh, So, Red Velvet's actually the closest that isn't there. Yeah. In in Uh, fairness, Thunder Rosa just got hers. I will point out that uh, 27 victories um, is all but one of the matches Jade Cargill has ever wrestled. That's pretty impressive. Mm hmm. And the the only one that doesn't count is a casino battle royal. Now these are these are also the the career numbers on these are do include tag team and everything. The only person on this roster that has fifty wins by themselves is Hikaru Shida. Fifty singles wins. Mm-hmm. So that is something to note because otherwise, Stu Grayson's in that club. Um, there's a lot of people who are in that club. But Hukaru Shida is still the only 50-win member of the AEW roster by herself. Yeah. 21 wins, you're saying? 27 is what uh, Jade Cargill No, but 27. single matches, though. It's 21, you said? Uh, Jade Cargill? Yeah. Um, it's for singles matches. It's 26 singles matches. Oh, okay. Because um, her first match was a mixed tag match. Where she teamed yep. with Chuck. That was her first match. And she did win it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, her only loss, and by loss, we're uh, loose on this, was uh, she didn't win the Casino Battle Royal. Um, that's when Ruby Soho de- debuted. Yeah. Um, and so that's her only loss, as in only match that she did not win. Uh, I am curious who's who's close to that singles number that Nikarashita has. I I would venture to guess that Nyla Rose has got to be close. She's got fifty eight total wins. She's got to be knocking on the door. Of that she doesn't have a whole lot of tag team time, you know. Mm-hmm. In men, I think there's probably a couple that are pretty close too. Like Sammy Guevara's got to be fairly close. Um, Jungle Boy is at 53 total wins. Give me one second. Yeah, there's, uh, no, there's, there. there's, there's more to that. I, cause I have to jump through some hoops here. Uh, cause he, um, he is at 59 total wins, but yeah, a lot of those are probably tags. Um, Ty Conti is at 50. 
give me one second. 53 plus. I'm on cage match at it. It um, limits me to one year at a time. Actually, I, my math was wrong on Jungle Boy, too, because I only looked at two years, so he'd had some on previous year, too. Anyways, it's not easy for me to get. <laughs> do, do, do. Has Ty Conti not wrestled this year? She's wrestled this year. Where are you at? Where are you at? There she is. Four this year, 53 and 21. Um, eight there. So 65 total wins for Ty Conti. But again, close. that's close, but some of those are in. Yeah, there's. Tag. Yeah, she does. Tag. Tag J, so. Anyways, um, no, yeah, yeah there, there's there's a lot of I like I said, you know, I just knew five matches is not enough for revolution. But like we said, there's almost definitely gonna be the um Daniel Bryan versus Moxley match added there. Um there's almost definitely gonna be some sort of TNT title match. Um and probably a TBS title. And that puts you there at eight matches. Um, add in a casino battle royal for the kickoff show. You got a big show. So, but there's still fun. Well, matches. Oh, different kind of big show. Sorry. <laughs> so, anywho's, let's go ahead and move on. Let's, we'll try to close this show out. We're right at two hours. So let's give uh, maybe 10 minutes or so to our game of. Pick or pass. The easy game is simple. We're going to start off with two wrestlers. We're going to go, um, let's go this, no, this way. So we're going to start with JLB and then DFABE and then back to me. Uh, so JLB, your choices are based off of uh, this week's Raw, Finn Balor, mm -hmm. or Tommaso Ciampa. Finn Balor. You're getting uh, rid of Finn Balor. Holy cow. Okay. No, I'm picking Finn Balor. No? Uh, no, that was getting rid of him. Am I getting rid of him or am I picking him? <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. God I want Finn Balor. <laughs> uh, Tommaso Ciampa. Or Johnny Gargano. Uh, I'm going to take an unpopular opinion here. I'm going to take Tommaso Ciampa. I think he's more entertaining. Huh. All right. Johnny Gargano. Or, you know what? Let's use his protege, the guy who fell 20 feet yesterday to his death. Austin Theory. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Johnny Gargano. Austin Theory or Roderick Strong? Well played. I could roll her back into the premiums. Austin Theory or Roderick Strong? Mm 
Yes, we know you don't know who Roderick Strong is. That's why you did that. I do know who Roderick Strong is. I just haven't seen enough of it. (laughs) Um, I do prefer Austin Theory's uh, athletic ability. So Austin Theory. So I will give you, I'm sorry. I will give you Roderick Strong. Love it. Or Carmelo Hayes. What's his name? That guy that's kind of green, but he's. Are you on drugs that you would even put those two in the same category? I mean, I don't know. He's getting, he's, uh, I've watched NXT today and I like. No, what you did was you saw a podcast or a, a, a Twitter tweet of him calling on the acclaimed and the acclaimed calling back. Oh, no, I didn't, actually. I did not see that tweet. <laughs> yeah, MSK and... Uh, hey, thanks, I'm not Canadian. <laughs> MSK and... Uh, and uh, the acclaimed are having a little tit-for-tat. Oh, snap. Okay. You know what? I will switch it, actually, then, if you want. No, I'll, I'll, I'll take Roddy Strong. Okay. Since I have Carmelo Hayes and he is a portion of MSK, I'm going to give MSK and the acclaimed. That's fun. Claimed is here. Oh. You chose acclaimed over MSK. You chose mic work over ring work. Um, I, I think... I'm trying to make sure I word this. I think, uh, in my opinion, uh, the acclaimed overall has the bigger upside. I think there's yeah. there's a a ceiling for MX, MSK that the acclaimed doesn't have. Yeah, it's crazy shit. I, I I think Max Caster can do a lot of that crazy shit, but I think the thing is, in the end, they're featuring Anthony Bowens. Yeah, well, Anthony Bones, but Anthony Bones has the other side as well. I think in the end, there's a bigger upside long run. Okay. That's fair. I just wanted to hear why. Uh, MSK or Red Dragon? Hilo. Boom. MSK or Red Dragon? Yes, Hannibal Lecter. (laughs) Hello, gay fame. Uh, <laughs> um, <coughs> I hate his liver with a fire. MSK or Red Dragon? Uh, uh, Red Dragon. Okay. Um. MSK or Oh damn, who is this tag team partner? Uh Who is CM Punk's tag team partner that was really cool that we really got to see? Oh, CM Punk and John Moxley. <laughs> Um, for this reason, I'm going to take MSK because as a tag team, 
They're very entertaining. And CM Punk and Moxley was a mix. That said, I'm going to break us back down to singles wrestlers, and I'm going to go with Moxley <laughs> or Brian Danielson. Because it's the tough. question that's on everybody's mind right it's now. Really tough. Do I want brawler or do I want technic? I, you know me, I've never been a huge Brian Danielson fan, but I think it's impossible to to not consider him one of, if not the best active wrestler current, right? If not, you know, he's at least one of. Uh, I mean, there's a reason that Wrestling Observer News uh, named their Best Technical Wrestler of the Year award after Brian Danielson. So, And uh, that was in the year that he was off for four months and still was a top ten wrestler. Yep. And he, he won it again this year. Um, so, Brian Danielson. Moxley or... Hangman Page. Ooh. Hangman Page. Hangman's really grown on me. He really has. Uh, just with his crazy. I had nothing against it. I, I, no. I very well would have t- probably taken Hangman Page too. Mm. I mean, I like Moxley, but... Um... So Moxley or Mick Foley. Hmm. I'm going to assume that you mean Mick Foley in his prime and all of the course. stuff he's already done. I yes. Get, I get to know yes. the book of business. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm going to take Mick Foley mostly because I wanted to do this. And that is Moxley or Matt Cardona. Ooh. Oh, it's also tougher than it really should be. <laughs> I'm having some fun with this tonight. <laughs> um, I think I'm gonna take Mox, but that one's a tough one. Uh, so Matt Cardona or Adam Cole, baby. Adam Cole, baby. Yeah. I love uh, Cardona, but no way he's touching Adam Kobebe. Um, Matt Cardona. Or Kevin Owens. Um, if you asked me this question four or five weeks ago, I'd tell you Kevin Owens. But Kevin Owens signed a contract that is at least two years and will be underutilized during that time. I think we can all agree with that. Mm, unfortunately. So for that reason, because Matt Cardona 
has evolved the social media game of professional wrestling and really evolved the ability to be a heel to a level that that has really only been rivaled recently by MJF. Um, I'm going to take Matt Cardona. Um, and and I and I'm okay with the heat that I would take for that. Because, yes, Kevin Owens is the better upside right now, but Matt Cardona is the better long-term upside. Um, and six years ago, it would have been no question Kevin Owens, you know. so Two years ago, it would have been no question Kevin yeah, Owens. Yeah. But really, four weeks ago, it probably would have been no question Kevin Owens. Um, but we And we'd seen some Matt Cardona. But at this juncture, he signed himself off to be in um, a worker, which I hate to say, <laughs> but it's true. So, um, that leaves Kevin Owens and I'm going to, I'm going to give a, give you another guy who signed off to, um, being a mid Carter or, or underutilized. And I'm going to say Sammy Zane. Of the two Kevin Owens. We're going to do one more round here. You ruined my plan, though. So i got to come up with a new one. So we got Sami Zayn or... Now let's go ahead and do it. Cody Rhodes. Ooh, who may have signed himself off of wrestling altogether. Is it a work, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Well played. Um, if it's a work, you take Cody. If it's not, you're just assuming he's done. I, I, I think I'm going with today's Sammy or NXT Sammy. I think he left it open, didn't he? Yeah, whatever. Sammy's in. Cody's a phenomenal wrestler. I am not doing it because I'm on some Cody haterade. I you know, come on, you've been on Cody haterade for six months. I mean, I don't, but I'm I, I'm not gonna. I I don't hate his wrestling ability. I hate his character. I think Cody Rhodes is a phenomenal wrestler. I just think Sami Zayn is also a phenomenal wrestler as well. Uh, he just hasn't been utilized properly, and the last time he was utilized properly was like. NXT KO Sammy properly sort of ordeal where we got to see what he can do. Um, so I will give you Cody Rhodes. Versus Cody Rose. <laughs> um... Cody Rhodes, two different styles. Cody Rhodes or Shinsuke Nakamura in his prime. Ah, okay, yeah. I I think it's debatable that Shinsuke Nakamura may still be in his prime. They just aren't utilizing him right. For sure. But I mean, the good Shinsuke. I believe that Cody Rhodes will be back in a wrestling ring soon. Um... And because I believe that, 
I'm going to take Cody Rhodes. Um, I think there's a lot more for him to give to the industry, and I think that there's a certain amount of that that's in his blood, or he wouldn't have started, or wouldn't have joined hands with Tony Khan and started a promotion. That's it. Yep. That said, um, Shinsuke Nakamura. Or potential retiree or somebody who we don't know exactly how much they're going to be wrestling. But they like they uh, their next wrestling event will include them controlling their narrative. Killer Cross. Ooh. One's tougher than I would like to be. Um, however... Uh, as big of a Killer Cross fan as I am, um, was a pretty big one. Um, I I think Shinsuke has all sorts of potential that just needs to be tapped into. So, well, I, he has yet to do the renewal that that Ko did. So, there's a very good possibility Shinsuke can show up somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Do we know when his contract ends? He renewed. He had a two year, so I no Shinsuke. Renewed. I'm saying I know he had a two year originally. I want to say he renewed last year, or maybe two years ago. Might have been two years ago. Um, I think he's got another year or two with WWE. That sound right? Do, do, do. I think he was on a semi-long term. But I think the thing that was keeping Shinsuke when he signed the last time, uh, AEW wasn't completely up and running. And I know he wants to stay in the States. He does? Oh, yeah? Okay. Yes. That was his primary reason for signing the extension. He wanted to stay in the U.S. His wife loves it here. Oh, nice. Wanted to go back. Okay. I was just trying to see if I could find. Me too. Because there if were, Shinsuke goes to AEW, it does change that, that view. There were, there were reports that Shinsuke may have signed a new contract last year, but um, those are unconfirmed reports that apparently he's denied. So. Yeah. yeah, we knew the first time he signed was because he wanted to stay in the states and wanted the big bucks. Big bucks. Mm-hmm. Now staying in the states and getting the big bucks does not mean you have to go with AEW, and very soon could mean that you could go with any one of three or four promotions. It looks like GCW is going to be a bigger money promotion in, in the mm-hmm. near future. Um, we already know that Impact is bigger money than it used to be. Yeah, this control your narrative. If depending on their TV deal, if it ends up being access, it's going to be kind of a meh. But if it if it were to end up being not not even a TBS level, you know, or whatever, like I that, could see them getting an MTV deal or something like that. Yeah, an MTV or um, I mean what, ABC what, or ABC Disney does not have a partnership yet. Yeah, what whatever whatever 
formerly was Spike TV and Esquire Network. Paramount Network? I don't know. Anyways. Um, they could land on Paramount's uh, streaming, streaming service. service. Yeah, who knows? But That, that would be a good move for them. So, oddly enough, that puts Karrion Cross as our odd man out. Wow. <laughs> Killer Cross. Yep, Killer Cross, yeah. Um, but on that note, That's we're going to go ahead and uh, start wrapping things up on the Fantasy Booking Institute. Um, uh, before I actually uh, say goodbye, I do want to say a big uh, congratulations on Kyrie Sane for returning to stardom officially. Hey! Um, uh, so... Um, now I've just got to figure out how to watch her next match on Stardom because fucking Kyrie Sane. I don't even know what she wrestles in under Stardom as fucking pirates and shit. Yeah, and that's in Japan though, right? Yeah, Stardom. Okay. I have a feeling I'll struggle more with watching Stardom than you do because some of the gimmicks, boy. They're really out there, huh? They can be really weird. Ugh. Apparently, she just wrestles under Kyrie. There. So, but yeah, she just just officially announced they had they had this whole thing where she was wearing a hat. And they're like, "Who is this? Who is this?" And she pulls her hat down, and it, it's Kyrie. Yeah. So. Anyways, on that note, we're going to start wrapping things up. Uh, close the book on the Fantasy Booking Institute. Thank you all for coming. Uh, those of you who joined the live stream, including DHIS, uh, sorry we wouldn't let you in, but uh, I don't know. We're, we're gun shy on that, I guess. Whatever. Um, but thanks for joining us. You can follow me on Twitter and uh, YouTube and TikTok and Instagram at Raw and Order WBU, like it shows right down there. I always point the wrong place at first, but <laughs> at Raw and Order WBU. Um, you can follow DA Fabe at DA Vincent K Fabe. I don't have it as a title down below because I'm better than JLB and he knows it. Hey, love. And speaking of JLB, you can follow him at JLB420. Real Talk Radio, though, is the brand. And I will be doing uh, a Donda reaction vid tomorrow since Kanye West just did his concert. Yawn. I know, I know. Not for everybody. I'm not really a Kanye fan uh, with all the shit that he's been doing. But I do want to watch it just because uh, apparently some crazy shit happens. Where uh, he throws the mic. And we'll see. I want to do a reaction video uh, with that. But you can follow all the stuff that I do at uh, Real Talk Radio, as I mentioned, but anchor.fm slash RTR, where you can find a bunch of other things that I either react to or talk about. And uh, you can always, of course, message me. Links will be all in the doobly doos of where you can find me. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it, good sir. Good fantasy booking. Good fantasy booking. Yeah. Okay, apparently not. Yeah, no, sorry, you just talked about Kanye and fuck him. Um, 
But you can also support us. Uh, link is in the doobly-doo for our merch store. It's rawandorderwbu.myspreadshop.com. That's where you can get a hat like this or a shirt like that or a bunch of other designs. Head on over there and you can find them there. I'd normally be wearing You can get a Sasha Bear Bear. You can get a Sasha Bear Bear, yeah. I would normally be wearing the Sasha Bear shirt uh, today, but it is like negative four degrees here in nebraska and my uh heater is not working the best in this house and not in this office and i'm freezing my tits off so um it's okay we got you covered Look yeah at us. you got you got that's why i i'd be, <laughs> I'd be cutting glass nippleitis <laughs> i could probably cut the cut glass with these things so, so um but so help us out and keep the heat on around here by buying some merch um Great. We've I said it before. We'll say it again. That signature shirt for the wrestling thing, the best thing in the world to take to any meet and greet. The wrestlers love signing on it and becomes an absolutely unique uh, keepsake for it. So, um, but yeah, you can also support us by our Patreon or the easiest way, 100% easiest way is liking, sharing, and subscribing. Uh, especially if you can head on over to twitch.tv slash raw and order WBU and click that follow button there. Uh, the more followers we can get to move over there, the more uh, interaction we can get on the live stream, the better things are going to be in the long run. So if you do still want to, however, listen to the audio only version, this is still going to be up in the audio version wherever you get your podcast from just like normal nothing's changing there uh and we're still doing the youtube and facebook streams as well in fact if you want to watch the replay or you don't typically want to be here live the replays of those are going to be up on youtube and uh facebook indefinitely uh whereas the twitch one only stays up for 15 days so keep that in mind but on that note We're going to go ahead and close the book on the Fantasy Booking Institute. Thank you all for listening. We will see you soon. Great way to support us. Beg to be on the show. Yeah, beg. Beg. Beg for me.